Hello, and welcome to Leading Inspired Learning, a Strive podcast. All right, uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Allie. I'm the Strive Project Manager, and I will be your host on today's very special episode. Um, for these special episodes, we are amplifying 2SLGBTQQIA plus voices in our community, and I am thrilled to welcome Mackenzie as our guest Hello. on this episode. Yay! <laughs> welcome, Mackenzie. Thank you for having me. Uh, first and foremost, what pronouns should be used for you? Um, he, they, they, them, whatever works. He, they. So when there, for folks who don't know, when there is a he slash they, what does that mean? Um, that I would prefer if you use both, but neither bother me. Okay. So like I don't have a preferred one over the other. So they, them is okay. Yeah. He, him is okay. Interchanging them. Interchanging in... them is preferred. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. <laughs> um, I'm so not good at this. I... I'm a CCA at a center here in London. Um, I'm trans non-binary. I've been out since I, it'll be 10 years this year. Congratulations. Yeah, and then today is my seven year top surgery anniversary. Um, today? Yeah, today. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What a way to celebrate. I know. I'm all, oh, that's congratulations. Yeah, it's been a long road. Yeah. It's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So you are a CCA. Yeah. What for folks who don't know, what is that? A uh, child care assistant. Child care assistant at a center here in London. Yes. And why do you love doing what you do? Um, I've just always found it easier to connect with children and being able to make a positive influence in their lives has always brought me a great deal of joy. And it's just something that's always been so easy. For me. Come by it naturally. Yeah. Yes. And I, I can attest to that because I witnessed you with my own child. Yes. <laughs> I affectionately, we affectionately call you Big Mac and yes. my son Little Mac. Exactly. And yeah, the two of them have a very, very special connection. He is a wonderful little man. He is. Yeah. He is. And you're a wonderful person. Thank you. That's why. Um, so tell us why you chose a career in early childhood education and care. Um, just like how I mentioned before, yeah. like it just has always come so naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something I really enjoy doing. Yeah. Like I've stayed in the field, I think I'm going on six years now, which is like the longest That's I've incredible. stuck with Shows you're career. dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you interested in pursuing, um, the career further, like some further education? Yes, or? I am. <laughs> um, so Mackenzie is... Brie, our Strive Project Associates partner, um, and Brie and I also both teach at Fanshawe. Um, so we have been hounding, I guess is a nice way to put it, Yeah. Uh, for yeah. you to join this potentially the CDP program. So yeah. I'm doing another plug on air in front of all kinds of people. So now yeah. there'll be more pressure. And there already is from all of the people at my center <laughs> to also do it. Well, when you're a natural like this, it, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. It just makes sense. It does. Yeah. So do you want to share your connection to the 2SLGBTQQIA plus community? Um, yeah. Like like I said, like I'm trans mask non-binary. Um, and I kind of came out like 
really discovered what even trans was because of a social media site. Oh, okay. Um, just like connecting with people on there and like finding out what, I guess being, not what being trans means, but like that it was even an option for me. So it was really nice to meet older-ish people in the community to help kind of guide me through my feelings and what I was going through at such a young age. So it was really nice and it helped me a lot. How old were you when you found the online community to support? 16. 16. And it was always that thing growing up being like having a crush on your girlfriends and then being like, if I was a boy, this would be different. Uh But like not knowing that that meant anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you always feel growing up that you weren't your truest self? I think so, yes. Like I grew up very tomboy, like... All through elementary school, like, I was the only girl, in quotations. Yes. They can't see you when you're doing that. Yeah, I know. That's why I said in quotations. (laughs) Um, That was, like, playing football with the boys at recess, and then I hit middle school, and then I got bullied for it. Interesting. So I went hyper-feminine to try to stop the bullying. Right. And who was bullying you? Your peers? Yeah, it was like older, boys, like girls. older, older boys mostly. Mm. The girls didn't care. Interesting. It was always it was always boys, but it's boys. Yeah. And it sucks, but yeah, it's what it was in school. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. It shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't, and it is. I think starting to get a bit better. I hope so. Um, just from like knowing teachers. Oh, and the work you're doing in the early years, yeah. hopefully that's perpetuating it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 16, you found an online community to yep. support you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you really navigated yeah. a transition. And then it was just a lot of research of, you know, finding out that I can do gender affirming care and a whole thing. And I started testosterone when I was 19. Okay. And then I was on it for eight years. Okay. And then I stopped. Okay. Because it was just something that I sat with it for a bit and realized it's not something I needed anymore to make me feel like my true self. Right. Was your initial thought when you transitioned that you did need to do full T, full transition? Yeah. And then you kind of found a place where you felt authentic. Yeah. So it was a lot of like... I guess also um, influence from social media as well, like seeing a lot of people being like, you need to do a medical transition to be valid, which is mm. not true at all. Right. Um, you don't need to be on T, get top surgery, nothing like that to validate your transness. Right. Um, but being young, I didn't realize that. It took me a bit to discover that on my own. Yeah. But at the time, being on T was helpful. And then getting top surgery really is what settled everything for me. And then amazing, I realized that I was more non-binary. And I think all the changes of testosterone had happened. I'd been on it for so long that they weren't really going to change back. Mm. So I just... You felt comfortable yeah. with where that landed. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, no problem. 
It's not easy to talk about. It's strange. Yeah. It's very strange. It's definitely not something I do often. Yeah. yeah. But you are also a big advocate in the trans community. You have quite the social media following. Yeah. People look up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, which is strange. Like, it's a strange feeling. Yeah. To be, like, told that. It's just, it <laughs> makes you feel silly a little bit. <laughs> well, it's not silly. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think, similarly, probably how you found mentors in an online and social media community when you were going through it, yeah. people are probably looking up to you when they're going through it. So, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Beautiful thing. So how do these connections um, to the 2SLGBTQQIA plus community reflect in your work with children? That question is a little, I guess, not difficult, but I guess I just haven't thought about how it does reflect in my work um, because I am just myself at work. Yeah. Like, I guess I have had moments of, like, wearing nail polish to work and like older preschooler kids being like that's for girls Uh and me having to like have that conversation okay but besides that I can't really I guess just me being myself yeah positive representation for the children and I'm not out per se at work what does that mean like only a couple people know I'm trans and okay my in-class co-workers know my pronouns and stuff like that but even so my legal name is Cody mm-hmm. but when I made the decision at work to try to go by Mac because I did not initially say that when I applied right I just put my legal name on my resume which makes sense for yeah. legal purposes and then because I was just supplying I didn't think to be like oh I go by Mac mm. until I got hired a week later so when I made the decision to be like hey I go by Mac it's crazy how quick children adapt like I want to say within a couple weeks all my kids were calling me Mac that's awesome which was just like it really like reflects on like how the kids don't judge like at all they're just like okay and they move on right and that's I guess that's something that I've noticed is absolutely yeah so did it take longer for colleagues obviously if you're if you say you're not out at work um so are there still colleagues that call you Cody no so that they just took a bit longer but not like a drastic like it was probably like a month instead of a couple Mm. weeks which shows the difference between children and adults yeah yeah wow so why haven't you decided to fully come out at work is it because of you know, previous experiences in your workplace where you weren't always accepted and welcomed? So I've worked at three centers total. Okay. And the first two centers that I worked at back in Guelph, yeah. um, both of my bosses outed me to the entire center. Oh my. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. So no wonder you have a little bit of hesitation. <laughs> yeah. So I really keep it to myself. Fair. Um, Fair. Like, there's only a few people really at my current center that I have told. Yeah. Um, but the center that I'm at now is, like, fantastic. Amazing. Like, when I told my director that I was coming to do this today, like, she was excited. She was so pumped. Good. So it's just, it's it's 
refreshing being somewhere that's so accepting and supportive. Yeah. Um, but there is still that trauma that's holding me back. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful to hear that you have found a center that does welcome you with open arms. My hope is that every center in London would do something like that, but you just never know. Yeah. And I think by amplifying these voices here today, making trans folks, queer folks, all types of humans visible within our early years communities will only help, hopefully, to create a really welcoming um, environment for everyone. Yeah. I hope so. Um, so. Because it is really important. Um, Like, I personally don't know many people in the field that are part of the community, which, like, is really unfortunate because a lot of us just we don't feel comfortable enough to say anything. Right. For safety reasons. For safety reasons, especially right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary out there, which is why it's so important we're doing this. Yeah. So why is gender diversity and gender justice important? I mean, we touched on these safety issues. Yeah. Why is it important that we work at amplifying these voices? For me, like, it definitely, like, it's hard with how everything's going right now, I feel like our community is just constantly under attack. Yeah. And a lot of us just don't feel safe and like that sucks. It's a horrible thing. There are certain parts of town that like we can't move to because Mm -hmm. I'm scared I'm gonna get hurt. Wow. It sucks to have to feel that way. Yeah. Because like London is lovely. Yeah. And there are parts of this town that, like, I haven't been to because of that reason. Right. Which is really unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And the work that we need to put in to be able to make us feel safe. There's so much still we need to do. And it just feels like it's going backwards at this point. It does. Yeah. That mountain in front of us feels... Huge insurmountable at yep. some points for sure yeah what can we do what can the early years community to demonstrate our allyship and support of the trans community of the queer community be there mm. be present don't just wear a shirt that says love is love right get at the protests be there yeah show support donate where you can that's good advice there's just so much more that you need to do besides just saying that you're an ally. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's all they do, right. which is hard. Yeah. I, I think about our early years programs. I think about the like book bundles that we've, you know, put out. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to put a book on a shelf. Yeah. It's another thing to live and breathe that support. Yeah. Um, so while books are great, and exposing yeah. children to all people is important. Yeah, absolutely. It's not enough. Yeah. Do you have any impact stories that you want to share? Maybe in something children have said or... I guess this one actually happened recently and it wasn't um, one of the kids in my class. It was actually her mom. Okay. She 
like very verbally said that she was going to Wortley Pride and that she is an ally and that like she was going to be at the like the protests and stuff and that was just like really comforting to hear because mm. as much as you can connect with these families like you don't know what they're like outside yep. of seeing them for 10 20 minutes a day yeah so it was just for me like that was really comforting because I've never I guess like had a parent vocalize that, that they support the community and that yeah. they encourage their child to also support the community like that was just it was really big for me that's beautiful um and just comforting at a time where like there's not much comfort yeah going on but yeah that's all I can really yeah. think of Remind me to show you a video of Mac at Wortley Pride. We went to the All Ages Drag Show. Yes. Uh, and he was just living his best life. I love that child so and much. And I remind me to show you the video of him clapping away because it's so cute. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so, so much, Mackenzie, for joining us today. I know this is uncomfortable. I I'm know. a little sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty. Um, I know this is not an easy thing to talk about given what we talked about and that safety is a concern always yeah um but i'm so grateful that you were here and showed up and are present and are being vulnerable and sharing with our community that hey you know what trans non-binary people are here working in our programs with our children and doing a fantastic job and that's something to celebrate um i forgot to say this at the beginning yeah I do not speak for the trans community. This is fair. My own experience, how I feel. Yes. I just want to put that out there. It's your that, story. Yeah. Your story, your voice that we're amplifying. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being here today. We thank appreciate you. Thank you for having you. me. Thanks so much for listening. You can connect with us on Instagram at Leading Inspired Learning Pod or on our website at striveswo.ca slash podcast. I would love to have you tell a friend or colleague about this podcast. Thanks again for listening. Please join us next time.